from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Stop in for lunch, cater your next event, or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search T-G-R-A-N-R-U-D at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game in style at summerskates.com. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. Well, welcome in hockey fans, anywhere that may be to us tonight on this Wonderful Tuesday night. Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, Temecula, California, just about an hour from uh, Newport Beach, where I spent the last two nights. My co-host is always joining us from that big, beautiful, palatial estate with guards, fire pits, uh, whole backyard to himself. Paul Hornstein, how are you, Paul? Well, other than the big, giant. The grand entrance? You don't like the grand entrance? You know, I mean, honestly, the only, well, let's put it this way. The only part you got right was the fire pit. Oh, no, you got your own backyard. Okay, I, I can't, that's true. I do have a <laughs> anyway. It's not quite what you, what, uh, <laughs> yeah, not quite your. Uh, I know, and there, and I'll tell you, there are so many teams lining up to have their buses stop by just to get a peek. That's yeah, it. Okay. They get yeah. a peek, and maybe you'll come out, take a picture with them, uh, sign Whatever. some autographs. Whatever. But but when they get to Long Island, they're thinking they gotta they gotta come by. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get to see the botanical garden next to my house. Yeah, <laughs> nice. You just don't see those anywhere. I'll tell you that. No, right that's now. true. That is see, true. so that's a unique experience. Yeah. Anyway, sure. How are you? How was the day out there on the island? Um, we went grocery shopping. Exciting and fun. No rain, no cold weather, no, no wind. Been nice the last couple of days. Wow, wow! Can't really ask for better. Well, as you know, I am starting a slow trek uh, up through the Midwest. Um, got to see some you, clients. Got to see some new teams. Are you letting the chauffeur sleep? Is the yeah. Only question anybody wants to know. Yeah, yeah. The chauffeur staying put. It's going to be me behind the wheel. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, anyway, right. so uh, it'll be 
um, somewhere from Temecula to somewhere between here and Colorado, then from that spot to Colorado, uh, which would be Denver and Colorado Springs. And then hopefully Michael doesn't lock the door on me on Friday and I can sneak into the NCHC offices and see if I can find if they got a bigger closet with more stuff in it. But anyway, we'll find out. Uh, I might have to ask Menino because he's one of those that uh, usually keeps tabs on the the swag at the NCHC offices. So that we we know. (laughs) I'll find out what uh, what's new and hot anyway. And then um, spend a few days in Kansas City with our partners at Caesars um, Resorts and Casinos. Then slide up I-29, Paul. Kansas Division this. Kansas City, about two and a half hours up to Omaha. Take in uh, all that Omaha has to offer in the morning of the uh, next Tuesday, week from today. Then slide on up another couple, three hours or so up to Sioux Falls. Got that big be. brand new building that is Midco Arena. Good to be the king. And then uh, slide up from there to the University of North Dakota and, uh, you know, make arrangements for your trip there in January. Now, as people don't know, but you you told me off, off air today that you wanted to add a 200-mile trip to the West so you could experience life. So I've got to try to arrange that now uh, for uh, mid-January. Yeah, hold your breath on that, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, my not. My not's a nice town and nice oh, people and great I, hockey. I am, listen, I am sure that it is. I, I, I don't question that. Um, again, uh, ask yourself: Am I going in Jan- December and January? The answer is no. <laughs> anyway, so then I'll come back uh, from Grand Forks down to Minneapolis for uh, a few days. Who knows? Maybe I'll uh, run into Rico while he's there, and Maybe. you know. I'll, Stop by the University of Minnesota, see if I can get you a little swag, because I know you need a little uh, swag in your closet from the uh, University of Minnesota. Maybe I'll see if they have any Cooley jerseys left. Well, listen, uh, they, the people there would not have to worry about whether or not that stuff would get put to good use. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, it's Tuesday night. Normally we have a guest on, but with my crazy travel schedule this week, I thought it best we, we not bring a guest on tonight because I didn't know where and when I was going to be in places. As you know, we're an hour later than normal tonight um, just because it, that's what it is. When you're on the road, you don't know where you're going to be. <laughs> you get there, you set up, you go from there. Tonight, another glorious day at the uh, the beautiful Motel 6 in Temecula. They, they, they have the perfect room now. I found it. It's room right. 273. Okay. So if you come to Temecula, Stay at the Motel 6. It's way better than you're imagining, folks. Way better. And I've got a room that's overlooking the pool. I end room, so I have nobody on yeah, one yeah. side of me. Right above the office, so no nobody below me except the office. And, um, yeah, it's pretty nice. And they have a great Internet connection here, as you can tell. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, definitely, uh, you know, if it makes you sound good, it must be good. Oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> anyway, um, so we will start tonight where we kind of ended last night. Uh, the question was asked, um, did Team USA in the uh, Holinka Gretzky Cup, did, did they get the right guys? Uh, did they put together the right roster? Or was there um, maybe 
some tweaking that needed to be done, which of course couldn't be done at this point. And how would Team USA respond less than 24 hours later after again um, taking it on the chin from the, the Chechia group? Um, Paul, how did they respond today? Well, in game two of the Gretzky Holinka Cup for uh, Team USA. <laughs> you can't read either, can you? What's reading? I don't know what you're talking about. I read. What are you talking about? I, read, I can read. <laughs> Holinka Gretzky Cup is the way it's officially written. I mean, whatever. I don't care. Um, um, a much better effort today by Team USA. Um, could it be a situation where the Chechians are now in this group's head? That eh, very well could be. Um, but a much better effort today against Sweden. Uh, there were not the, the neutral zone turn. Uh, there was not the loose play defensively allowing guys to, or for the most part, for the most part, not to, uh, allow a lot of wide open chances for the Swedes. There was one, there was one. Uh, section of play where the U.S. had a 4-on-0 and didn't score. And Sweden came right back down and basically had a 2-on-0 and didn't score. Oh, my goodness. How does that happen? I thought, right, because that's what happens. Like, you're trying to be perfect. and you. Um, I, I can't remember the guy who shot the puck, but he had more time than he thought, and I think he might have rushed the shot. But, I mean, it was basically a 4-on-0 and they didn't score. And it was one nothing at the time, I believe. So the game was was still there, um, um, but a much different uh, outcome today. You didn't see the 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 unnecessary plays being made physically. U.S. basically stayed out of the penalty box. Okay. Um, they, they, you know, they they made sure that they were in the right positions. There were a couple of times where, where Sweden had power plays. Honestly, they got some shots off, but there was nobody. It was there was no blue jerseys in between. In inside the square that was set up by the U.S. defenseman and the goalie. And it was Caleb Isle again. He did get the second straight start. Because not that the, the game against Chechia was his fault, but um, a much, much better effort uh, in the corners. A much better effort uh, along the wall. Without the silliness. They weren't a step behind, which was why they got some of the penalties yesterday. Let me uh, let me read you a quote from head coach Luke Strand. It was a great effort by the guys to play an unselfish and connected game. Did we not talk about that last night? He also went on to say, we want to improve daily and set our focus on our next opportunity to play. Did we not talk about the importance of playing unselfishly, 
not using that word, and connected, not using that word, but the, the same frame of mind. These guys had to play better as a group. And, uh, you know, they, they don't have much time, Paul. He's, we talked about that they again last no time. time, too. No, there's no they, time. They just keep going back to back to back to back to back. you uh, you got to figure it out quickly. And uh, digging yourself a one-hole um, one deficit, one-game deficit, means that you got to start winning games one after another. Well, you know, tomorrow they, have a, they control their own destiny with the game against Germany. Win the game, you move on. Uh, if they if they play like if they played tomorrow like they played on on uh, on Monday, they could lose very easily. If they play like they did today, they're probably the better team. And I say that having not seen the Germans. If they, if they play like the way they played today, they are the best team in the tournament, more than likely. Uh, maybe. I don't know. The Finns have been pretty good. Well, this team is really talented, and when they put it all together, but like I said, I worried. I know, but I I worried last last night about would they have? Do they have the right mix of guys? Do they have too much talent and not enough of the grinders, the third, fourth liners, the the checking line, the guys that need to do shutdown hockey, the guys that need to wear down the other team's first line, so your first line can do some work. those are the kind of things you need. Uh, interesting today, Paul. Um, Tustin, Wait, California, just down the street from and uh, Trevor Connolly. Um, right. Got a goal. Uh, right. Uh, Aiden Park from Playa Vista, not right. too far away either. No. Played pretty well. Got a goal. Right. Uh, Chase well, Stefanak. Third of his team is from California. <laughs> Chase Stefanak from Yorba Linda. Did okay today. Yeah. Like, is that a third of his team? Mission Viejo? Yeah, he did okay today. And by the um, way, they mentioned that about 75 times between <laughs> yesterday and today before the game started. This new adopted home state of mine, I'm kind of starting to like. <sighs> yeah. You know, it's good to be the king, baby. You got to have pom-poms. Well, you're good at that. I'm looking at some that. California pom-poms just to Your represent the state. <laughs> yeah. Palm trees. <laughs> anyway, Will Zellers. Also uh, played a role, and uh, Max Swanson also played a role. Um, well, listen, it's it's nice because I mean, it, it, the game was tied one one going, you know, towards the end of the the first period. Uh, one of the Californians, Aiden Park, uh, basically out muscled some people to the net and out hustled people to the net and, and and tucked in a shot, you know, coming around the net. So you're not doing that, you're not playing hard. If you're not, you know, if you're not playing with a little bit of grit. So. Well, let me tell you what. Aiden Park is going to continue to push people around every level he plays. <laughs> he is a strong dude. And he's even stronger than you would imagine on skates. He he just, uh, he, he's a force is what he is. And whoever drafts that kid next uh, is going to go, Boy, did we get a real gem because he's one of these kids that he may not wow you all the time with his scoring ability, which, by the way, is fantastic, but he will wow you with the way that he plays the game and knows the game and gets to the net and has the size already 
to uh, perform at the next level. So he's going to perform well in college. He's going to perform well, extremely well, I believe, when he gets to the next level, which for him will be the NHL. Oh, you know, I'm sure that's, you know, I see. Now I have a, I have to have to think about this now because you're saying it. So, <laughs> um, by the way, how, how are my Mets doing on their way to the World Series championship? Which year? Oh, is it over for this year? It's been over <laughs> for this year for a while. Did Did they move a few bodies at the trade deadline? Yeah, six or seven. Okay. <laughs> um, do we call it a rebuild yet? Call it whatever you want. They traded guys and. Play next year. I know it is what it is. You know. <laughs> Good thing you got hockey coming up because your uh, your September is gonna stink. <sighs> September's usually stink. I got another three September's coming up that'll stink. <laughs> um, and as long as we're on the topic of New York sports and your teams, how how is your your uh, football team doing? Uh, Reload. Oh, it's pre's and camp. Nobody pays attention to that. Who cares? <laughs> just they don't. Why should we? <laughs> I want to see how things were, were out make, there they, the, uh, they, on the island. Do they make fans play pay for preseason football? I mean, oh, God. I mean, the Giants were the last team not to do that. But you, you should play preseason football in as many neutral sites as you possibly can. Yeah. yeah I don't be great. People that pay all those money for season tickets shouldn't have to be forced to pay for those preseason nonsense things that the players don't even care about. Well, see, that's that's where in hockey, the Arizona Coyotes are way ahead of you. They don't play me home games at preseason. Well, they play them all see, the that's, that's one thing they do is smart. Yeah, because they don't have a home. But anyway, uh, <laughs> sure. we'll, get, we'll get into that at, at a later date. Um, um, the other thing I want to say is, but, well, I don't know if you knew this, and I don't know how big a Swifty you are. No, hold but, on, hold but, on. But Taylor Swift. Hold on, hold on. Who? Taylor Swift is putting on, get this, starting Thursday night, she's going to do six concerts at SoFi Stadium. They're all sold out. A, right. pair, of, a, a pair of tickets down near the front row. Is going for a hundred and two thousand dollars. American? Yeah, <laughs> yeah American. No, it's not, no, no, thank you. Six. She's doing six sold-out gigs, concerts in SoFi. Good for her. That's crazy. What? That she's doing six concerts? Okay. What were we gonna say? Well, no, that there are six concerts at SoFi sold out. Right. Just think about the pure numbers here. Well, you know, it is L.A. There's a few people there. Yeah, but when when was the last time there was a concert, uh, anybody putting on a concert, that sold out six straight venues like SoFi? I'm sure there were plenty. I don't have the research in front of me. There haven't been plenty. Yeah, there are. (laughs) No, not six straight. Whatever. Six straight sold out in that stadium. Anyway. Anyway. What were you going to tell me? I was going to tell you that uh, I, I think the other North American team was a little cranky today, too. Oh, yeah. The Canadians. Yeah. Um, what did they do today, Paul? Well, let's just say that uh, they took out their anger 
uh, on on Slovakia, beating them fourteen to four. The only thing that's shocking about that is Slovakia got four. You know, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, it's not that shocking. The the consider when you look at the scores in this thing so far, Sweden has a game where they got eleven. Finland beat Canada nine to six. Switzerland beat the Slovaks six to three. The Czechs got seven against the U.S. The U.S. got six against Sweden. Um, you know the, the Czechs six. Uh, I, I think that uh, these guys score plenty. Of, this tournament seeing plenty of goals. Um, and I I'm just, I'm just saying, so I can't sit here and be like it was fourteen. So you know if it was ten to one. And they called off the dogs. I mean, that's... Well, what I'm saying is, if one team scores 14, how does the other one have the puck long enough to score four? You know, I mean... <laughs> what do you mean, I know? <laughs> Nobody has the puck team, for 60 minutes a game. If one team has the puck enough times to score 14 times, how do you, how do you give up four? You just completely fall asleep for those times, or what? Because obviously, fourteen goals means you're pretty offensive dominated. Listen, I'm sitting here, and you know it's it was three nothing, and then Slovakia made it three to two um, before the Canadians got the next four. All right, see that explains it. That explains it. It was a close game, and then the Canadians put the hammer down and just won, won, won it going. There, really. Yeah, I mean, uh, then uh, the, the Slovakia made it seven to three, and then the Canadians got four more. And it just, you know, apparently every time Slovakia scored, uh, it made the Canadians a little angrier. And there's no power play goals in this either. I mean, there's one power play goal, two power play goals out of fourteen. <laughs> it's pretty nice five on five numbers. Yeah. So. Um, you know, so you we're sitting there, and 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 you know that's that's how they got four. I really mean, think it was a close game for about a period, maybe a period <laughs> and a quarter. You know what I liked best today was, yeah, uh, when you and I talked before the show, and I said, and you said, I don't want to tell you too much about it. So I don't, want, I'm gonna go into the stuff on the U.S. team. I said, did they win big? And you said yes. And then I kind of hinted for a score, and you never gave me a score. It was six one over Sweden. Then right. you said, "Then you said, geez, I haven't seen how Canada did. I wonder how, I wonder how they did." So uh, when you first see a fourteen to four win, what's the thoughts? They were pissed off and took it out on uh, <laughs> Slovakia. That, that's exactly what uh, <laughs> you know. That's exactly what I thought when I saw the score. <laughs> it, what's amazing is at this level that can still happen. You don't see that as much when you get you know into the uh, under 20s in the uh, the world juniors and things like that but at this at this under 17 group you can come in and uh and dominate other teams like that so much more development in certain teams than others you know and and yeah i mean there's no doubt and you know that sets up big games tomorrow right uh the us has to probably has to win or at least get a uh, based on the on the schedule, anyway, the U.S. probably has to get at least a tie. 
to make sure they get to the the, the medal round. Um, Goodness, but, think about that for a minute. You have to get at least a tie. I don't think this group thought they were going to have an, a problem getting to the medal games. Well, listen, the Czechs, the Czechs played the Swedes, and the Swedes in the U.S. have three points each. Right? So, I mean, the, the U.S. and the Swedes have three points each, three points each. Uh, the Czech Republic is, is in. As far as I can tell, I don't know if goal differential plays a part in this. It probably does. Right now, the, the Czech Republic has uh, about a three-goal lead, goal differential. They're, have a, they're a plus nine, and Sweden's a plus five. So I'm sure some of that comes into it. Um, Canada will be playing for their life tomorrow against the Swiss team that's 2-0. and And, yeah, I get it. I get it. And uh, Team USA so, record is officially 1-0-0-1. and Like that, four columns. 1-0-0-1. They're 1-1. They are 1-0-0-1 officially on the tournament. One win, no overtime wins, no overtime losses, and a loss. You're making the standings. Uh, I'm not making it. I'm reading it from from the the website. Making the standings unnecessarily complicated. (laughs) Not if there's ties. What do you want to do? Go to a shootout? No, I don't. (laughs) Wins and losses. It's all (laughs) wins, losses, and ties. One, oh, oh, and one. And if you play too poorly, there's a lot of oh, oh's. We'll, we'll, we'll know by noon tomorrow whether the U.S. advances or not. If they win the game, they'll have six points. If they win, I mean, if they win noon the regulation, they'll have six. Eastern time, you know, the time that counts. Okay. So you're talking 9.30 in the morning here? No, 6.30 in the morning for you. I know. By the time it's over, though. Oh, uh, yeah, something like that. Goodness uh, gracious. Uh, Who I guess gets up really, at that time of day? I don't know. Me? I I'm usually just falling at that time of day. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe they won't know. Depending on, I guess it could go pending the the, the Czech Sweden game. But I don't. I think if the U.S. wins, yeah, if they win, uh, I think they're gonna okay. A two oh oh and one okay. mark. We'll get them in. That would give them. I mean, I guess if Sweden wins, that would give them six points too, and maybe goal differential screws the U.S. So they better score a lot of, get a lot of goals tomorrow. Yeah, I'm thinking they will, but because um, right anyway. now they're 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 even, while the Swedes are at plus five, and you're playing a German team that's minus fourteen in the goal differential. So you better pile it on. Wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't hurt, I would say. Maybe take something out of that Canadian playbook and just play pissed off, as you like to say. Well, you better play desperate if you want to get to the medal round. You better play desperate every game if you want to win a medal. Well, get to the, you got to get to the medal round first. Exactly. But, I mean, every game getting there is important, and you blew one uh, in, day, in game one. So now it's time to regroup again and uh, make sure this wasn't a fluke today and try to do the same um Put the same hurt on the Germans tomorrow. Well, I, 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 I'm very curious to see who Luke Strand starts in the goal. 
Would he go he away heel at this heel at, heel at this point? I doubt I don't it. Think so? No, not nah, not in this kind of a tournament. Not when you need a must win. If you if he's a guy you start two games in a row, you're not going to go with him in a game you must win. I. I, I Here's the I'm deal, Paul. Hopefully, well, every listen, game is the, must listen, win now, right? I know, but if you're the U.S., then you have to get out to a, a, an early lead and and keep the pressure off Caleb Hiles so that uh, it be as fresh as possible for a possible medal round game. Well, that's ideal, but you know, he's uh, doesn't always that way. <laughs> I, didn't say I am. I am good. Glad to hear that there wasn't any craziness and stupidness as far as dumb penalties and. Um, lopsided yeah, power plays that. and all that. This is this is this is hockey one oh one. You can't win when you do that. Nope, you can. Let's tie this back up before we go to break and back to what these guys will bring uh when it comes to um the um uh, NCAA level. How important and how much will this uh, influence their their game when they get to the NCAA level? How much will it help? Can't hurt. I mean, whenever you play, you know, this kind of pressure situation, and these these are because these guys want to play in that World Junior tournament. You know, that's the goal. So they have to make the good showing. Do they want to play well for their college teams? Of course they do. But, um, you know, they, they, you know, they want, you know, all of this is is geared towards that world junior tournament. So, well, and by the way, it doesn't, um, it doesn't hurt you to show well in front of uh, potential NHL scouts that are looking no, to draft and, and, you next year. Well, as they've said about all, the only thing they've said more than how great the Californians are. Yeah. Is that this is the start of the 2024 draft. So, yeah, that's fine. Yes, you know, it whatever. is. <laughs> we know how you like to predict, so that's great. Um, <laughs> let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's okay. come back and let's talk more NCAA college hockey. So dig into your bag of tricks, Paul, and find some stuff that we need to talk about uh, for the upcoming NCAA season because it won't be long until we're going to see games. It's August 1st today. By my All count, right. less than two months some of the teams will be playing exhibitions. Some of them in about two uh, two months and a week will be playing games for real. So uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back and dig into more NCAA hockey in just a minute on College Weekly. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape, mouthpiece during the season. The point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion. 
competition, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious, man! Visit collegehockeyinc.com and find college hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs the classic Italian comfort food to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, summer skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. From the nation's best college hockey conference, access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games ready for you wherever you are however you want to watch on your phone computer or stream to your tv your favorite team is on nchc.tv when you can't be there be here subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv if it's nchc hockey it's on nchc.tv Coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Randy with you from beautiful Temecula, California tonight. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial state out on Long Island, New York. Paul, we got uh, through the Halinka Gretzky Cup talk for today. Um what else you got? Anything else brewing? I mean, we got portal news. We got some guys leaving. Has there been a decision made from the players at Vermont, for example? Uh, no, not that I can tell. The only one is the the one player. Alex Bump is the only player that you know we've that we've talked about. We did that yesterday. Um. You know, whether or not he seems to be the only one that's left or has left the program. Um, 
so things you know, we'll may see. be settling down. Have they put somebody in charge yet? I haven't. I haven't seen. You that. know, they made the assistant coach. Um, they made the assistant coach. Uh, the I guess interim. The interim coach. Okay. Well, I, it's I late. It's really late in the year to start looking for a head coach. Yeah, interim coach. Yeah. Um, uh, I, let me get us get his first name here. Uh, uh, what do we got? Steve Weidler, Weidler, depending on how you want to pronounce it. The interim probably the coach. right way. Probably <laughs> one of those is anyway. Um, so you know we 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 got that. Um, Today was the first day that, uh, how do you, I, I went, whatever birth year, the, uh, kids going into their junior year of high school, basically, whatever age that is. Yeah, probably Holinka Gretzky age, around uh, seven. Announcing their verbal commits. Uh, it was kind of an interesting day. Um, you What'd had, you find? what did you see out there? Um, depends, uh, depends on what coast you're on, to be honest. Well, uh, I'm on the West coast. You're on right. the East coast. So right. what'd you find on the West coast? That's where almost all of the verbal commits committed to the East coast. Okay. Nobody to uh, the West. You <laughs> There's had, nobody in the West. Well, no real, there really isn't at least nobody that, that made it public, uh, Jackson Herchak got a public commitment or made a verbal commit to Colorado College. Um, and you had a few guys commit to St. Thomas. But other than that, everything else is basically uh, New England. Is that Northeast. odd? Is that strange to you when it you look at it? It seems strange to me. Um, Miami got uh, a, a verbal commit at a Michigan uh, guy by the name of kid by the name of Brecken Smith, but Everything else is like it was just cleanup day for Harvard and Northeastern and 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 Providence and uh, they they had they Providence had four or five guys publicly commit Harvard had four or five guys publicly commit uh, BU had a couple Northeastern had a bunch um, Providence had a whole bunch um, that that kind of really weird that. That almost all of them were the Northeast. Now I don't. I'm not saying that that means that no schools west of the Mississippi or in other places got commits, but it just is weird. Yeah, I hear you. It'll be interesting to talk to uh, one Peter Menino when we get him on, being the recruiting guy that he is and has been, to find out if uh, that was surprising to him. Uh, well, they got one verbal commit, CC. Well, I really only that. one. No, I'm, I'm not asking about what, what they got. I'm asking about what, if that's unusual for him to see that many teams. I mean, maybe there's some schools that really go after it hard to get these guys to verbally commit, and maybe there's others that don't push that hard because they kind of wait around and go like, okay, uh, I, I see you on the radar, but let's see what you're like in a year or two. I think you're still there, but you must be on mute. Oh, yeah. I, I, I get that. I'm not the only one that had that sort of thought process. There were a lot of people. 
that are saying, hey, where are the other, where are the Western schools? Where are the NCHC schools and the CCHA schools other than one or two? Everything no, else nothing from your East. alma mater? No. Everything else was basically Hockey East and a few ECACs. Well, right now, let's face it. Everybody at ASU from now until the start of the hockey season is just infatuated with the what's going on conferences. Oh, for football. Oh, football. Please. Where is our football going to play? Where is our basketball team going to play? Can we just Who get it over with play? already? Uh, can we just get it over with already? Holy smokes. Is One way or the news? other, I don't care. What? Is there any news at all as to what's going to happen? Because this the seems only, like no, it's the just news all is, the way out in the ether. The only news is no news. And it's just ridiculous. Yeah, Come on. Let's go. And, and yeah, You and have to know, Paul, are, that they know, right? If the, if the report, no, well, if the reports are true, by the way, are these university presidents, most of them, whatever, whoever's left, are they really going to consider making a dumb, stupid deal again where nobody can see them? <laughs> are you kidding me? They want to sell tickets, Paul. It's about selling tickets in your stadium. Well, it's about relevancy, as you say. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is 100%. And, and, and I can't, I, I don't have any insight other than, first of all, if anybody thinks that Washington and Oregon are going to, you can't count on that. And, no. and you shouldn't anyway. You shouldn't. Um, and 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 if you're gonna if you're asking me, part of the problem here is the president of my alma mater has a complete and total infatuation with being hooked around Stanford and Cal. Is and, that opinion or is that uh, fact? Oh, that's opinion. Okay, that's my opinion. Okay. Okay. Now, it, it, that would be idiotic if that's what's going on. The, the, the Pac-10, 12, 8, whatever it was and has been and is, is, is has had many legends. But, and, you, and and the beauty of it, Paul, is it doesn't affect hockey because we all know that ASU is already in the Big Ten hockey. Oh, that's, that's – oh, jeez. Don't even <laughs> – oh, my God. Please, people. Oh, my God. Uh, pay attention, please. Please. First of all, so, first of all, because I saw two particular social media posts that – one said, oh, they're already in the Big Ten for hockey. Um, have you been under a – that person's clearly been under a rock for the last three years. Uh, no. They are not and never have been outside of the weirdest of circumstances. <laughs> COVID the, season. Yeah. And, the and by the way, that was just to get games. They, they needed right. a place to play just right. to stay playing. And, and the other social media post that I saw was 
Like they're waiting for a Big Ten invitation. No, an invitation that's what never coming because that was a possibility. Even the most remote of possibilities. Would they have joined the NCHC? Yeah, no. Come on. <laughs> Holy smokes. Those are just comments to keep you up at night. I can tell. Uh, just no. Pay attention, please. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. Uh, unless you have something more that you uh, that's burning a hole in your uh, iPad or computer. What am I, you? Whatever. No. I, I think I'm going to need a new monitor, though. Okay. Okay. Probably. Uh, by the way, six to eight games at a time. Right. Well, because I think mine's going, but you know, just uh, where is Hermantown? By the way, just outside of Duluth. Is it to the north and to the west? Um. Okay. In Minnetonka. That is to the west of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. Okay, I'm just curious because those are where the three players that committed to St. Thomas and our buddy Rico Blasi are from. That's all. I was just curious. Okay. Just, um, yeah. That's Cause nobody's worried about them, right? <laughs> yeah. Nobody's worried yeah. about them. Yeah. Nobody, sh- nobody should be worried about them. Tongue nobody, in cheek. Fully. Nobody's worried about them. Right. I mean, they're a small school. They're, they're playing in an Oceanside site type of arena for now. Oh, oh, right? they're not worried oh, about ouch. Them, right? Ouch, that one hurt. What? No, an Oceanside? Uh, you know, small. Okay, I'm going to go there and ask Rico if it's an Oceanside. Well, it's it's small in seating capacity, but that's it. Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, you get the it point. It doesn't though. have the low ceiling. It doesn't have you the rubbers. You get the point. That it's a small building. Yeah, for now. Yeah, for now. But they Not all like know this. it's changing, just like we knew with ASU that it was changing. Um, so anyway. If you don't have anything that's running a hole in your computer screen, um, what I wanted to do for kind of the last 15 minutes or so of the show is just kind of recap for people what our coverage will look like starting uh, in October when games start getting played. This year we have added, I'm calling oh, up the I-29 corridor. You can call it whatever you want. I-29 corridor. And how many games are you going to be at at once? Um, I don't know at once. I'll have to see. Well, you could be in more than one place at a time. <laughs> no, I will be. Okay. I so will be in one place the, at a who time. Who is the coverage, quote unquote, changing for? <laughs> not you. <laughs> yes, I'm not saying no, who's going to cover the games. I'm talking about our coverage area for the podcast. Three nights a week, we're going to be talking. Well, one night a week, we're going to be talking about the entire country. That's Monday night, but on Sunday and Tuesday, and again, we're going to be involved. And and again, once again, who's got to get stuck watching all the games? Oh, come on now. Stuck? Stuck, really? Is that the right word? Somebody else. Is that the right word? Stuck? Gets the red carpet (laughs) rolled out for them and the rose petals thrown at their feet. Come on. Don't forget the champagne. Sometimes there's that. Oh, no, it's a college campus. We don't know that, you know, we're going to stay away from the alcohol. (laughs) They don't drink much in college. Okay. <laughs> At least not since somebody left. It. Uh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm who fits. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let, let's let's anyway. Let's make sure. Let's make sure we 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 tell the story right. <laughs> well, the story well, right is listen, 
there are three new teams. All right. Well, okay, that's fine. You want to? You? I was gonna. I was. That's fine. We can whatever. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be fine because there are three new teams, and next week I hope to see all three campuses again, and uh, meet up with their new um, new head coaches, some of the coaches, and media guys, and um, you know just get get a feel for what we're gonna do, but. Um, Omaha. They have, a new, they have the, Augustana. The, the, the new media guy at Augustana officially started today. Yeah, I sent him a message. I said, see you in about a week or so, Nick. Well, I'm, he, I'm he immediately sure blocked he's me ready to change the locks on X. And... He blocked me on X. I'm sure. <laughs> no, we call didn't. it Twitter, by the way. He didn't, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Ask what the people in San Francisco um, have apartments across the building That's from great. X. That was Call great. <laughs> that was great. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the I-29 corridor, as I like to say, and uh, that would include North Dakota. That would include Augustana. That would include Omaha. Have you looked on the map yet to see where those are linear? No. Maybe you should oh, do that like before it. they start oh, playing games. Like Just so you have going. a little background. Just so you have a little back. Well, it's not like you got to go from North Dakota to Minot. That's the wrong direction. But, you know, when you're um, out there for that trip. Yeah, okay. Um, um, and I've been told they have a snowmobile and snowshoes available for you in Grand Forks for the really? weekend. Good. They should keep those in storage because those will <laughs> never get used. <laughs> Yeah, you, I have got two of the softest partners on my podcast than anybody what that I've ever met. I've got Softy out there in New York. I've got Softy in Vegas who says, oh, boy, I really like Abbotsford and Calgary, but you know me, I don't do well in cold weather. I, I'm going to have a hard time going to those two places. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. Good for you, Stephen. <laughs> Good for you. Because, oh, come on, hockey people, get tough. Anyway, right, North listen, Dakota. I did, I did my time. <laughs> you did time. I've done Where? my time in the Where cold weather. Where did you weather. do your time? Don't tell me Long Island, New York is cold weather. Don't even go there. Uh, whatever. We get snow here. When you we start seeing the negative numbers, when no, you see well, the negative numbers, stupid. call me. <laughs> no. That's winter, no. my friend. That's once that's, it goes minus. That's now not you're winter. That's winter. a federal emergency. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, North Dakota, Augustana, Omaha, Lindenwood. There's four. Denver, CC, and uh, color and uh, Air Force. Air Force right. That makes seven. Arizona State makes eight. Fairbanks and Anchorage make nine and ten. I count ten teams in the coverage area. And I spread yeah. them out over three or four time zones. That was nice of you. That way, you don't have to watch a start, and, and that way you have, you know, you, stagger you know the what starts. I'm saying, right? Yeah, you can stagger the starts and stops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Did I mention that the first weekend of October is just about two months away? Uh, yeah, I know. Wow, I hope you're ready. I I'm hope not. you are ready. I'm not. Because <laughs> I'll be giving you reports from one game at a time, one weekend at a time. Yeah, I know. In person. I know. I won't be. <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> anyway, we're looking forward to having those three uh, schools join us in what we call west of the Mississippi. I mean, technically, yeah, there's some other schools that are west, but we don't really? want to touch. We don't want to touch the guys in Minnesota because St. Cloud, you know, they're attached to Minnesota and St. Thomas and Mankato and Bemidji, and well, we don't Duluth. mind those schools. So we want to let them stay together. We don't, we don't want to push. Schools. I know, but we uh, we had to draw the line somewhere, and I drew it at I twenty nine, and then I picked up Lindenwood because they were an independent. And our honorary team is LIU. Right. Because I told uh, Coach Riley that we would have a special focus on him all season long just because I am thrilled to see what they do. Well, I'm obviously interested. Geography in alone makes me interested. Where do they play in Brooklyn? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love when I see that. I'm they have kidding, the rink coach. right. I'm they have the name coach. of the rink right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Maybe they've never been on the uh, Long Island Distressway. Oh, if they're lucky. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's what's coming up uh, down the road. Um, once things get stabilized here a little bit more, and we're getting closer every day, it's been a rough uh, since March because we've had to uh, cover some fun but unexpected AHL coverage. Nobody anticipated that the Coachella Valley Firebirds are going to play until nobody did. Right. <laughs> so that meant well, there was a lot of time the, sent here. Is that why they play the games? Yeah, that is why they play the games. But I'm just saying, like, you don't, you, you don't anticipate um, going that deep. And congratulations to them for doing that. They're reloading this year. They'll do so without one Joey Decord. Uh, who will be up in uh, Seattle, Seattle, I believe, the entire year. Unless okay. the Arizona Coyotes think they need a goaltender and want to trade an arm and a leg for him. Well, you know, usually what happens is the Coyotes develop a goalie and they go somewhere else and win a cup. <laughs> the past two cup winners. <laughs> so. Anyway, so so that's kind of what we're locked into there. And then, of course, I want to remind people that Monday night is the national um, coast to coast podcast. Right. You enjoy and you'll stick in, you'll tell your friends and we'll blow this thing up quicker rather than later and blow it up in a good way. Um, blow the by the way, up. And, and I, and I know that, uh, we have, you know, quote unquote relationships with, with some of these schools and some of them are deeper than others. And, we were talking about uh, Liberty's program today, and you know the question I always ask is why they not move up, considering they have. Everything. Did you get an answer from you? No, but I don't ever. No, not from me. No, I, did you ask anybody at Liberty? Well, uh, we we've kind of hinted at. It. <laughs> and that goes for the women's anyway. team too. By yeah, the five championships in a row, I don't care what level you're at. Five championships in a row for their women's program. That's unbelievable. Congratulations for that. And, and by the way, they are joining the American Hockey Top 20 Partnership. Along with today, we got the commitment from both the uh, Minot State University men, the ACHA M1 national champions, and their uh, on-the-rise 
uh, women's team as well. So congratulations to all three of those teams for, for joining us because, as I tell them, where are you going to find a better deal than this? And you know it, but I'll, I'll say it out loud so people know. You're going to get 50 30-second spots on podcasts for, for a whole year, a whole season. You're going to get about 100, maybe more in some kinds, a uh, billboard reads, whether it be early, late, podcast, wherever it is, uh, you'll get that. You'll get a connected website, uh, our web ad. Our web ad on our website at icetimehockeywest.com connects them to your site. So but, I like to call this the trifecta, Paul, the hat trick, if you will. By the way, Recruiting? I, did, I, did rem I did remember something else. Okay. Um, apparently, um, Eddie Christian, Sue, are close to hiring a third coach. I saw it somewhere. I, I know, somewhere on Twitter. I'm X. sure it came from Twitter. Um, I'm X. sure it's Sloshman, so I'm sure it's going to happen very soon. Um, I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it already. You know. So anyway, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20, the hat trick. Let us help you bring in recruits. Let us help you bring in sponsors. Let us help you engage your fans. That's what we do. Is there a better way to do that? I doubt it. I doubt it. For the price, I don't see how you do it any better. So we still have spots left. I believe I have seven men's spots left, and I believe I just have one women's spots left. So if you want them, DM me or uh, send me a uh, message on email at icetimehockeywest at gmail.com. Get that out there. Um, Paul, the other sad note, you know my ties to northern Minnesota and Roseau and Warroad and Bob Lund passed away. Um, man, the Lund name in Roseau is synonymous with great hockey, as are a lot of names up there. But uh, Bob passed away, and uh, his sons Greg and uh, Bill um, put on a nice little tweet that said, uh, you're building a heck of a hockey team up there, Dad. Keep us uh, in line for the final roster. So uh, I did really see tough that. on I that one. I didn't know what it was related, but I did see that, yeah. Yeah, so, so Bob Lund passed away, and just a, about a week earlier, um, the Warroad family lost um, Michael Tweet, and um, he played with T.J. Oshie. Uh, they were dominant in high school. He was a uh, assistant coach on the uh, the boys' team in Warroad, um, just devoted pretty much his whole life to his family and his his hockey in Warroad, lost way too young. And you want to know how supportive that community is? Paul, 1,500 people filled his memorial service at Memorial Gardens where the Warroad Warriors play. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. So anyway, a couple of uh, tough losses in the hockey world uh, in northern Minnesota. And if you haven't been there, Paul Hornstein will make that trip sometime too. Uh, Baudet, Warroad, Rozo. Um, we're thinking maybe mid-December is a good time for that. You should be keep thinking about that. <laughs> anyway. From the summer, from the summer skate studios behind the masks, college hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three value locations or behindthemask.com. 
of the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference. The Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food. Quickly, three locations in Pine Top and two in Tempe at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others find the show and find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Masks College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will say a big uh, thank you to all the uh, people that have been supporting us and helping us boost our uh, downloads to now 40,400 plus. And um, folks, we've done this all without spending any dollars on marketing yet. That's yet to come. We want to perfect the product before we market the product. But thank you for uh, sticking in there and being with us all the time. Uh, Paul and I, Stephen, Terry, all of us appreciate all that support. And we will continue to do our very best to put the best product as we can out there each and every night. Five days a week is the live podcast at ITHSW Podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night.